If there's one thing I love in this world, it's being out on the open water. The smell of the deep blue ocean and the cool spray of the waves as they whip past is something that I will never forget, no matter how long it's been since I've had it for myself. Growing up in Hawaii, seafaring adventure was never all that hard to come by. Most of the families that I knew had some kind of vessel, whether it was a little dinghy for rowing out and pulling up crab pots or a high-powered speedboat that zipped around the islands. My stepfather being the wealthy businessman that he was, we were no different. Well, maybe a little different, because not everyone can afford a massive luxury yacht. The boat itself, affectionately named the Lazy Bones, was absolutely enormous and decked out with every amenity you could imagine, including a diving board off the back and a hot tub on deck. It could sleep several passengers comfortably and was put to good use through my formative years. Thankfully, my stepfather, Alan, was the laid-back type and let us go nuts on the thing as long as everything was cleaned up by the time the ship returned to port. Those were the days. Now that I'm off at college, however, the fun times aboard Lazy Bones seems like they could have just been some distant, hazy dream. I'm 21 years old and stuck in Iowa, farther from the beautiful blue sea than I could ever imagine. The land here seems too hard beneath my feet when I walk from class to class, and I yearn for the pleasant rocking of the water below. I'd do anything to visit home for the holidays, to take some time away from my studies and go for a ride on the Lazy Bones once more, my stepfather at the helm while I tan happily on the back deck. But my time is absolutely crammed with schoolwork and tests. Sure, I could probably get away from Iowa for a single day over some weekend, but with the long flights to Hawaii and back, as well as the time spent waiting at the airport and all the other nonsense, I just can't fit it into my schedule. That is, of course, until I started taking sexual biology. 304. The class itself was quite interesting, especially for a young gay man like myself, a mix of hard evolutionary science with relationship sociology. The professor was fantastic, and I had several friends who made sitting through lectures a treat. But more exciting than anything else about this particular class was the yearly class trip to Hawaii that occurred before the end of every quarter. Finally, I had a way of getting back home that wouldn't interrupt my school time, because it was my school time. I had made up my mind not to tell my stepfather that I was coming because I wanted to surprise him, so without much fanfare I eventually found myself landing on the big island with a smile on my face and excitement in my soul. This is amazing, my friend Morgan says to me, looking out across the Hawaiian coastline as we follow our ragtag band of students out of the airport and over to a large bus that's been waiting for us. I can't believe you grew up here, Will. I nod, taking pride in my lush, enchanting birthplace. Neither can I sometimes, I tell him. I look out the window of our bus as it careens along the main road towards the hotel. Miles and miles of tropical forest stretch in every direction, and down below is the great blue, reflecting the last of the sun's rays as it swallows it whole. Tomorrow, our studies begin with a hike up to the nearby volcano, leaving tonight as my only free evening for a spin on the yacht. Fortunately, though, I found myself heading to a hotel that rests only a short cab ride away from the house I grew up in. I can't wait to see the look on Alan's face when he sees me.